have nothing to do? Wanna have some fun? 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 fun. Welcome to this uh, episode 006 of the Happy Game Family Go podcast. Uh, my name is Data, the dad of the Happy Game family. And I'm Noah, the son of the Happy Game family. And I'm Calvin, the friend of the Happy Game family. Hey, all right. Speak up, boys. Speak up. I, uh, my voice is so loud, it'll drown you out. Don't worry. I'm, I'm close. Okay. Yes. All right. Cool. So, uh, this, uh, again, I mentioned this is episode 006. Uh, and this right here is just kind of uh, the intro. You know, if, if you hear noises in the background, I'm driving right now. We've been a busy, busy, happy game family. And yeah. who has time to record a podcast? Well, we're going to find time. We're going to squeeze it in when we're driving uh, Calvin home from his uh, his extended sleepover. Uh, episode 006 is a no-topic episode, man. You know, we're going to do it once in a while. We're going to do just general you know what's going on kind of topic instead of always having to be on one specific topic sound like a good idea you guys yeah, yeah i like it okay well before we start off with our gaming i wanted to go ahead and uh, mention that you can find the happy game family go podcast at www.happygamefamily.com you'll have links to our itunes there and also direct download links for the episodes uh and an rss feed to let you know if you want to subscribe to that to let you know whenever we get a new episode out since we're sort of on a make it up as we go schedule when it comes to that yep <laughs> um okay great well that's a good intro maybe know you want to pause the recording and uh then we'll come back and do a little bit of our gaming okay all right all right uh, we'll be right back in just a second with the happy game family go podcast segment is always probably going to be our gaming, where we just let you know about our, our gaming. gaming. Yeah, so, Calvin, you slept over and played some games, but uh, before we talk about those, you've been playing some games on your own at all? Yeah, I've been playing uh, Killing Floor and Mass Effect. Yeah, well, that's what you played when you slept over. Did you play anything, to, you know, on your own, out in your life? Um, yeah, I've played... I don't really play, like, a lot of games. I Usually I stay focused on one game until mm-hmm. I beat it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I really, I can't think of any games that I played. Okay. That's cool. Tell us about the ones you played on a sleepover. Oh, yeah, uh, well, Killing Floor, it, you can find this game on Steam, mm-hmm. and it's about, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead. It's kind of like a mix of Counter-Strike and Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Because there's waves of, like, these monster things. And you have to 
really, you just have to stay alive and kill them. And after each wave, you go to this a shop and yeah. buy guns and get ammo. So for the next round. Yeah, so it's like it's it's an online co-op horror game, right? It's an yeah. online co-op shooter, but uh, keep your seatbelt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's uh, it's more structured, right? Like you said, it comes in waves. Yeah, like because it gives you some time. It gives you about a minute to turn on the guns and get the ammo, and then the wave starts again. Yeah. And then usually there's after each wave, there's bigger, tougher monsters that come. Right. Did you play it online? Yeah, I played it online. Cool, because how'd it go for you? It, it's really fun. I died a few times because uh, I was the one trying to kill the monsters and everybody stays behind and stuff like that. It's got other stuff in it too, like you can lock yourself in a room and weld the door shut. And, yeah. And sometimes, and it kind of stunk this one time because I welded myself into the room where all of these they all spawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I either had to hold them off uh, or that or you get damaged a lot and unwell the door. Oh, boy. So either that or I died. So huh. I had to guard it and I had to reload for the pistol in my main weapon. So in my main weapon, it takes a while to reload because you have to put a bullet in each time. It's, it's really like kind of frustrating, but, uh-huh. yeah, I welded myself into a room where they all spawned. Oh, boy. So, uh, that game came out about the same time as Left 4 Dead and kind of had trouble getting noticed because everybody was all over Left 4 Dead as a big co-op survival horror game. Yeah, yeah. How would you compare it? Well, Left 4 Dead is with a bunch of zombies and special zombies, uh-huh. and you have to fight your way through the zombies to get to the safe room. Right. And killing floor, you have to hold off the wave of a bunch of zombie monsters. It's pretty much just like survival, like yeah. Like they're not really zombies, zombies though. They're like some sort of like, genetic mutant yeah. things, aren't they? Yeah. They look like uh, monsters from all the Iron Maiden album covers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, and uh, you said you started up some Mass Effect. That's something I picked up on an unbelievable st- sale on Steam for like five bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, seriously. Right before uh, number two came out. Huh. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of that one? I haven't even played it yet. It's, it's really fun because like you get to create your own character, but it takes a little while just to like do the facial stuff. Right. But uh, you have like these choices to choose if you're like a raised orphan on the streets. Or if you were raised by these certain people, or if your parents were in the military, uh, yeah, in the military, like space and stuff, and then you followed their steps and became a space guy too. Uh-huh. And then you choose like if you're like a war hero, war hero, or a soul, something. So and, you're like, picking his background a little bit too, instead of just what he looks like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you also get to choose what class he's in. Uh huh. Like, like he. I'm not really sure what they're called again, but I I think I picked a Centennial, I think. Huh. And he's like a magic robotic guy. Yeah. He um he he can put a shield around him and he heals himself. Too. Huh. Did you get past character creation? Or is that all he did? Uh, I got past ca- character creation. And the intro for the game is pretty long because. Really, the first part of the game, you just have to walk to this room and 
talk to this guy and it takes about like 10 minutes before you actually start the game. Yeah. That game came out on 360 also, but I decided to pick it up on PC because it was five bucks. <laughs> and also, uh, I just heard that the PC version, you know, since they were able to patch it up and put it out a little bit later, it was controlled a little better, and the inventory was a little better. So now I'm kind of married to the PC version because uh, you get Mass Effect 2, it picks up out of your save file for Mass Effect 1 and remembers what you did. How, how you That's had sick. relationships with these characters. Yeah, so it like continues the storyline. So uh, we're going to have to play that thing on PC. You played it on the big PC. I don't know if I'm going to do that or play it on my little MacBook right there okay. on the boot camp window side. Uh, I haven't decided exactly where to play it. There's a lot of competition for that big PC in our household. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't think I've played a game on there in months. The last one I tried was uh, I played like 15 minutes of Mirror's Edge after I got in on a crazy Steam deal. Yeah, for like two bucks? Yeah, yeah. That was right around Christmas. So that was like four or five months ago. Yeah. And I'm going to have to retire and get everybody out of the house so I can play the game tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so you also have been playing a lot of World of Warcraft, haven't you? Or has that just been this weekend with Noah? Or have you been doing that on your own too? I've been doing it on my own too. Yeah? Yeah, like, no, while I was at your guys' house, Noah and I, we were going into a bunch of battlegrounds. Uh-huh. Not a bunch, we were just going into one. Alterac Valley. Yeah, Alterac Valley. And we got, like, a lot of XP. A lot of honor points. And honor points. And we're trying to get honor points so we can buy this really good sword. It's a PvP sword that is really tough and it's epic, too. Epic. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, anything else you can think of you've been playing, Kevin? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, we went to the mall because we saw a copy of your uh, Half-Life. PlayStation 2 Half-Life there, but it was gone. Yeah. So your, your little brother's wave of destruction has not been repaired. <laughs> he broke my PSP on my PSP games. He lost my PSP. Uh. He uh, broke my favorite Modern Warfare 2 game for my Xbox. Or... Oh, he broke your Modern Warfare 2? Yeah. Oh, no, that's never going to get cheap. No. And, uh, he, uh, yeah, he, and he scratched up a few of my original Xbox games and uh, scratched up Half-Life. Uh, little brothers, man. I never had one. The <laughs> uh, only person I know who's got a little brother is Monica. Your sister, no? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but you don't destroy any of her stuff. No. You never did. What a nice little brother you are. <laughs> oh, cool. How about uh, how about you? No, what, what about tell us about your gaming? Well, with my gaming. Whoa. Hmm. Let me think for a minute. I think there's pretty much one game in that list, really. Yeah, pretty much. Where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, did you play anything else since we got the 360 and recorded this last podcast? Oh, yeah, since we, I didn't know that was way back then. Well, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I did play a lot of Dead Rising, and I got pretty far in that. Or, well, I guess you could say I got pretty far. I got to the second day, uh-huh. and, uh, I got to the second, or I got to some boss in the second day, 
but it turns out I didn't do any of the stuff I should have done, so I didn't have any good guns or anything like that, so I had to restart my whole game. Uh, and, uh, so I haven't played it since then, and, um... game's got kind of a punishing save system. I mean, I knew that. Does. I knew that going into it. I mean, I knew yeah. I had to buy it, because it's got zombies, and, you know... I, you can I, use whatever you want to kill them. Yeah, but, uh, I had heard that, you know, hey... Don't think you're just going to play through this thing one time and be like, cool, cool. No, it's it's hard. Hard game. <laughs> if you want to, like, I mean, I guess you can just play through the end of the 72 hours and whatever happens, happens. But Yeah, and then look, at, look up the other endings on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, but I guess if you want to really play the game and see the content, you know, you have to do multiple playthroughs because of the save system and everything. Yeah, if you want to know why there's all the zombies there and stuff. Well, cool. Well, why don't we take a little break, uh, you know, and then come back in just a second and finish up our gaming. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, come back in just a second because we'll be back with the Happy Game Family Go! Podcast! Podcast. finish up here our game in real quick here now and then we'll be at Calvin's house we'll pause to drop him off uh, so you have been playing a lot of World of Warcraft yeah so what's that all about man it's well you're back yeah I know I wasn't playing for a while uh, I took like a three to four month break or something like that yeah and I was doing a lot of things with you know video editing 3D studio max stuff like that yeah and then um I saw a mob playing World of Warcraft. Right. And um, so then that reminded me about it and how fun it was. So then I started playing it again. Now I've been raiding a bunch, getting a lot of good gear lately. Uh-huh. And then... Um, Who are you raiding with? People. Are you trade using that, chat. that raid tool? Yeah. Just put together a raid. Is that cross-server now? Uh, not for raiding, for, for just regular dungeons it is. Mm. Well, I don't know, it might be Cross Realm. I heard it was. Yeah, it, I think it is. Mm. Yeah, I don't know though. Um, and so I've been doing a lot of raids on my main, which is Torthan. And then, on my off character, my Death Knight, um, the, Calvin and I, see, cause Calvin doesn't have a level yet. Uh-huh. So me and Calvin, or Calvin and I, uh-huh. have been... <laughs> Don't even need Spring here to correct you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> We've been playing our Death Knights a lot, leveling them up. So Calvin got his to level 64 and mine was level 62. Well, no, mine's a level 65. Well, yeah, I was going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
so now we've been doing, and then, so, now we're not really doing quests as of the moment right now. Uh-huh. We're doing a bunch of battlegrounds, but mostly... As PvP Alt- stuff, yeah. Yeah. Mostly just Alterac Valley, because the Alliance, which we are Alliance, usually... The, Sorry, that was my phone. Uh, that's fine. The Alliance usually win um, Alterac Valley, and uh-huh. if the Alliance win, then you get, like... Like 40,000 XP or something. And huh. that's a lot of XP for level 60. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, so we've been doing a lot of that. And we've been getting a lot of our points because we both really want this PvP sword. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of PvP lately. So it po- just when you thought you were out, it pulled you back in. Yes, you can't stop playing. Yeah, I'm thinking of either getting the giant sword or the hammer. I'm thinking of getting the axe or I'm thinking of getting the axe or the sword. Ah, uh, cool. Probably the sword. That's probably your mom calling you right now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we're right here at your house, man. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this little bit of our gaming, and I'll be back in just a minute to let everybody know about my gaming and our gaming. So uh, come on back in just a second, folks, and we'll be right back with the Happy Game Family Go. Good podcast. Goodbye, people. Yeah. Mm. See you later, Kevin. See you. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Happy Game Family Go. Podcast. Hey, we're going to finish up our game in here. We probably don't even need to talk to the girls very much on our game, and maybe a little bit with Sabrina because I saw her playing some Sims 3. Mm. A little bit, uh, but she hasn't played very much else. And we, you know, we could talk to your mom, and she would go into her World of Warcraft expo- exploits a little bit. Well, we can also save some of that for the family. Wow, powwow! Yeah, yeah, because we don't have a topic necessarily to get all specific on the wow powwow, so we can do that too. Um, as for me, my gaming, uh, you know, I've been doing more. Part of the reason we're such a busy, happy game family is I've been. Traveling a bit more on some of this contract work I've been doing, and so I uh, haven't really had as much time uh, to play as uh, I thought. And you know what was also funny is with flying on a plane, I thought I would be doing all of this uh, portable gaming. I've been bringing my PSP and DS with me every week, and I don't think I've turned them on once. So. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to try a little harder to get that done. And, you know, it's just kind of hard to get on the plane until you can't have your device turned on. Uh, and, and you know, it's a short flight. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. So, it's you know, I don't know. I, I think I'll try a little harder to get some, uh, some portable gaming done. But I did, uh, on the days when I was back home, uh, get some Xbox gaming done. And uh, because, you know, I'm such a fan of the horror games, Noah, uh-huh. that uh, I wanted to catch up on the ones that I missed out on uh, on the 360. Yeah. So I played Condemned, yeah. Criminal Origins, yeah. and then Condemned 2, Bloodshot. I kind of knocked them out one right after the other. Yeah. And they were kind of interesting. I thought the first one was actually scarier. Really? Yeah, well, because the second one, you know, had, I mean, not that it didn't have its super scary bits. It had these bits where, you know, uh, your character sort of almost had these hallucination moments. And, uh, oh, they didn't have that in the... Not in the first one, not in the same way, no. Huh. 
I don't know. They both had their scary points. It's just that the second one explained everything at the end. It came down and, and said, oh, it's, you know, here's what caused it. And here's the, you know, evil organization you're up against. And here's what their plan is. And here's what they're using. And it was a little dorky. You know, something about the end of the first one where most of what you went through was totally unexplained. Even all the way through the boss creature and the final cutscene, it was like, what? Yeah. Uh, that was scarier. It was like, what a weird, creepy world, creepy game. You don't understand really what happened. You kind of get some explanation of parts of it, but not of other parts of it. Yeah. So for them to kind of lay it all out in number two kind of deflated the fear a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but... You know, I'm hoping that they'll come back with a number three, but they're going to have to figure out some sort of different publishing deal. That's from uh, Monolith. There's some games, same uh, same company made Fear 2. Huh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, Monolith is still around. They can still put it out. But Sega, Sega, in the time since our last podcast, they announced they're not putting out games on disc anymore. There. Oh, yeah. In North America, they're, they're at such... Horrible failures that they're going to go download only and laid off a bunch of people. So I don't know if we'll see a condemned three. It already was seeming kind of like a slim possibility. They put out number two for both uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 for some reason, which was annoying to me because until recently I just had a PS3 and I was like, I'm going to play this series but not start on part two. Yeah, just like Dead Rising. They put out the first one on Wii and, and now, Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. They're going multi-platform on that. It's confusing. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like if I have the series, I want the series all on the same, you know, overall platform. Yeah. And Dead Rising was even worse though because they didn't put it out on PC. Yeah. You know, I actually got condemned for PC but... Uh, like I said, it's kind of hard for me to play games on the PC. So when yeah. I did get a 360 and condemned one was like, I don't know, eight bucks or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll get the, the 360 version. Yeah. So I played those two games. Uh, some other games I played, I got some uh, Xbox Live Arcade download games. I got Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2. Yeah. Which I knew I was going to want to play because I enjoyed the Geometry Wars Galaxies on the Wii. Yeah. Um, and I was a big fan of the Super Stardust HD on the PS3. I like those twin stick shooters. Yeah. Um, and, oh, another one I played, uh, one of my first indie games on the Xbox Live channel mm. uh, was I Made a Game with Zombies in it. <laughs> which is a, a twin-stick shooter, kind of really creative, nice song in the background. Kind of reminds me of a, oh, I don't know, everyday shooter. You know, it's it's obviously one guy's effort, but it's really entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but it's got more of a sense of humor. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that about covers my gaming. Uh, I need to go back and play some more World of Warcraft. I hit level 20, and I still haven't trained yeah. them. Awesome and you hassled me for yeah a week to spend twenty five dollars on this vanity mount. Yeah. <laughs> and it's tied to your account, so that means I should be able to use it. Yeah, I already put it in your inventory. Oh, did you? Yeah. So now I just need how to ride, learn how to ride a horse. Yep. Okay. Well, great. All right. 
All right, uh, that wraps it up for our game in this time around, I think. So uh, we'll be back, uh, maybe talking to the girls or mom. We don't have a topic, so we can just kind of wander around and do what we want. Talk about what we want. Happy game, family. Go! Podcast! All right, we'll be right back, folks. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go podcast, and welcome back to us, right Noah? Yeah! To this podcast that we recorded the first uh, part of the segment on, geez, like a month ago, huh? Yeah, it was. Oh, it's the Slacker Game Family podcast. No, it's, you know, I was doing that work that I mentioned, uh, traveling, and so, you know, when we'd come home, we'd play. We wouldn't podcast as much. Um, and the other benefit of that work was that it uh, brought in a bit more money for the family. So we were able to pick up a few more games and a cool little device yeah. that we'll talk yeah. about in just a couple of minutes. But we just wanted to come back and say, oh my gosh, that segment you just heard a couple of seconds ago was like a month ago yeah. for us. So, you know, it's a good thing we're on a no specific topic podcast. <laughs> Because we just got a bunch more our gaming to talk about. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we're going to do, right? Yep. Okay. Well, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Because it's more our gaming. It's so much gaming. It's summer. It's time to relax and play games yeah. in between working. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, the one thing that I was looking forward to that I got a hold of in May was Alan Wake. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. It was the, one of the exclusive 360 games that made me like, gosh darn it, now I gotta buy a 360. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what else we can, uh, on a side topic, uh, we'll talk about, Noah and I will run through some of our E3, E3. press conference uh, yeah. impressions of what we're doing. <laughs> but before we do that, so Alan Wake, Alan Wake was a, a, a psychological thriller game is what they called it. It was kind of a scary game, kind of a horror game, but without all kinds of, you know, blood and people getting dismembered and stuff like that. But it was still super scary. Yeah, it was like creepy, dark and scary. Yeah, it had a plot that kind of mirrored or or took a lot of inspiration from a lot of the Stephen King books that I remember reading. Yeah. You're going into into junior high next year. I'm sorry, middle school, <laughs> college, junior high. Uh, and that's when I got into, at the end of grade school and in middle school is when I got into reading a lot of Stephen King. Yeah. And he was just really fascinating to me because all his characters seemed really real. You know, it had less to do with what the story were, although, you know, I always have been into scary stuff. Uh-huh. But, uh, uh, so for the game... I bought the super limited edition 
uh, Alan Wake. Yeah. And for it to be, you know, so inspired by Stephen King was really awesome for me. I really enjoyed the game. Yeah. Uh, I had a great old time <laughs> playing it. Yeah. Um. Okay, you name one you played a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> really? Um, the one I played the longest time ago? Mm-hmm. At least I can think of is Halo Wars. Yeah. Yeah, Halo Wars. So that's the the real time strategy Halo game for three sixty, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. And I I actually played through half of it. Uh-huh. And I haven't played it since then. What happened? I don't know, I kinda of moved on to other things. No, I just haven't really gotten around to it. Yeah? And Is it because of something the game did that you didn't like, or you just got distracted? I just kind of got distracted. It happens, man. We have t too many games, probably. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of it? I think it's a really good real-time strategy game. Because yeah. at first, I went into it just thinking there was going to be, like, some... Uh, like real time strategy game, kind of like the one in Brutal Legend. Oh yeah, kinda yeah. Dips its toe into the real just time. Just rush strategy. the stage, rush it, rush it. Yeah. Build some guys, rush the stage. Yeah, but instead, it's like, um, you have to like build your whole base and spawn a bunch of guys and upgrade them and everything. Right. And then you go wipe out all of the enemies and. As you guys die, you respawn more. And... So it actually required you to do the strategy. Yeah. So now maybe you understood how I was back when I was playing Brutal Legend, and I was like, wait, wait, no. Yeah. I have to get this control point and yeah, make more yeah, guys. And... Yeah, now I understand, because it's fun to make, like, a whole crap load of guys. And then <laughs> a horde. Wipe... Yeah, and then wipe out the whole entire other team. Yeah, well, you played another uh, real-time strategy game recently, too, right? Yeah, I was playing, uh, Warcraft 3. Ah, no. Uh, cool. Yeah, I ain't really played too much of it lately, but because I already played it a while ago, uh -huh. beat it. Except, oh, you did? I didn't know that. Yeah. You played it all the way through before, huh? Wow, I should play that. Because I played StarCraft, and of course everybody's, Oh my god, StarCraft 2 is coming out! Oh my god, StarCraft 2! And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah I was played some StarCraft 2 probably eventually, but I'm not interested in the competitive online. You know, I mostly played the first yeah. StarCraft on the single player. And yeah. Did you play online on any of them? WarCraft 3 or the Halo Wars? No. Yeah. I don't really like online real-time strategy because they'll, if I'm trying to build up my whole army really good, they'll just attack me and like, yeah, while I'm building it up and then destroy my base. It's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried sucking less? No, I'm sorry. Uh, I did that. <laughs> that's a quote. I lifted it from another podcast. I'm sorry. No, that's my thing too. I can't. That's why I don't like playing. Halo and other, you know, shooters online, it's because I suck too much. So, you yeah. know, it's no fun. Yeah. I if they like could set up a, you know, people who are not good league, <laughs> yeah. then I could be the king of that little, little mountain. Yeah. 
I'm good at first person shooters on the computer. Mm -hmm. Not on consoles though, because when I see someone, I have to turn the stick, but sometimes it moves. It turns me really slow. Yeah. So then they just get time to shoot me while I'm turning very slowly. Yeah, it's kind of hard. A lot of the first person shooter purists think the PC is the way to go. Actually, a lot yeah. of people who play. Um, Real-time strategy think the PC is the way to go. It's, yeah. Like, how's Halo Wars on the controlling it? And It's good, but it would definitely be better on PC. Yeah, with a mouse and... Yeah. yeah. It's just... Some games are just better on PC, but it's too bad you can't sit back on your couch with a mouse and a... I guess you could. I, mean, I got a wireless mouse and a yeah, wireless keyboard. Yeah, that's what Calvin was saying the other day. He put the laptop on the table. Oh, yeah? And he was sitting on the couch with the table. I did mouse. that a bit with World of Warcraft, but it, it wasn't very comfortable. Yeah. Huh. Okay, uh, let's just take a quick break and we'll make sure everything's recording nice and then uh, we'll come back and do a whole bunch more of our gaming. <laughs> yeah. Alright. All right. So, uh, thanks for joining us on this erratic, weird, delayed, time, lost in a time capsule episode of the Happy <gasps> Game Family. Go! Podcast! Alright. Capsule episode 006, the return, the return yeah. of the Happy Game Family Go podcast Rebirth. of the Living Dead. Rebirth. <laughs> Rebirth. Um, oh, yeah, like Futurama, huh? Yeah. We just, we just uh, yeah, Futurama's back! Yeah. Um, my gaming beyond Alan Wake. What did I play after Alan Wake? Um, I played the DLC chapter for Heavy Rain, the taxidermist. Yeah, I played that too. And, oh, bummer news about that, though, that they're not putting out anymore for a while. They're not, why? Because no, they're going to spend their time patching it up for PlayStation Move. <laughs> so that we can all play it with a magic wand instead of a controller. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. See, that's for, that's not really for a game like Heavy Rain. Because, like, I can understand when you punch something, mm -hmm. but there's not really that kind of action in Heavy Rain. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Oh, well. They're just taking their biggest gun lately and retrofitting it for what they want their next thing to be. Yeah. Um, and then I played... Uh, more recently, I played the DLC chapter for Resident Evil 5. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was which was good. It's, you know, short, a couple, two, three hours. Yeah. Which I appreciated because it didn't have a save system. Yeah. Yeah. So, better make it short. So they can play it all in one session? Yeah, so I have one more of those to play through just to make just to be able to say, I played all of the Resident Evil 5. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I played Gears of War <laughs> 1 and 2 for the 360, which I liked. You know, everybody was into Gears. See, that's the thing. You know, I picked up a 360. Oh, and I got things to say about that on the E3. 
impression. But I picked up a, a 360 just a couple of months ago. And, uh, you know, <laughs> wanted to go back and pick up all the exclusives that I'd missed. And so I wanted to play through those. And like I said, I'm not a big online gamer, so I don't care that I missed the big event, that it was the one that everybody was playing online. Yeah. So I was mostly playing through the single-player campaign. And they were good. And even though the second one was bigger and flashier... Yeah, that was a lot longer, because you beat more in like a day. It's true. I still somehow liked the first one better. Yeah. It was like the first one was purer, you know. It it had more heart in it. Well, it had more yeah. horror in it. It with you know the night time and the krill, which was that species that flew around and you didn't want to get caught in the dark or they'd strip you. Oh yeah. Dead in a minute. Um. And and the gameplay just stayed on the one tack, on the one type of gameplay. You know, cover, pop out of cover, shoot the bad guy. Number two kind of went on and on and had me riding this monster and oh, riding yeah, that, that monster. Oh, yeah, that was hard when you were, like, flying on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was harder. Yeah. It was still good. It was good gameplay, but it lost its creepy vibe a bit. Yeah, it kind of tried I became changing. a super-duper hero instead of a soldier, almost, it felt Yeah, like. I know. Uh, that's what it kind of seemed like also, because you would, like, jump off of a... Of one monster onto the other, and then like, oh, I can ride this like, too. And, yeah. And you felt so fragile in the first one, where you're like, well, I better stay in the light from this fire, or these giant mosquitoes will just kill me, apparently. Yeah. And in the second one, it's like, I'll just take your monster from you and ride it and blow oh, yeah. you up, and because I'm so bad. <laughs> it's like, well, that's cool. I mean, it's still a cool game. You know, you had good moments in the plot. I mean. Yeah. A uh, good story with uh, one of the main characters' wife actually, you know, kind of choked me up, got me a little bit. Uh, but but it lost kind of its horror and kind of its edge a little bit, trying to go over the top a little. Yeah. They're worth playing if you want to try them sometime. I might do that sometime. All right, what about you? What else have you been playing? Well, some other games I've been playing lately include, um, well, I play a lot of Team Fortress. Mm -hmm. I'm still playing a lot. On PC, right? Yeah. yeah. Team Fortress 2. Yeah, yeah, the first one. We do have the classic. Yeah, I know. But you like the number two. Yeah, well, nobody's ever playing the classic. Uh, There's abandoned. a couple people that play it, but... Mostly. So that's your online shooter. You yeah. Can, you can do it. You don't suck as much as me. No. I should try sucking less. <laughs> I'm really good at it. Yeah. At Team Fortress 2. Yeah? Yeah, I'm best as a sniper. Wow, yeah. she's got those kid reflexes. Yeah, I know. You got these old man hands now. Uh, oh, there's a sniper. <laughs> make fun of your old man. <laughs> so you, uh, that game on PC, did you play it on the PS3 that version that we had? Yeah, whenever, sometimes I'll play it on the PS3. It's harder on the PS3 because, like I said, like when you move the stick to turn, uh -huh. it takes a while. Well, haven't they also just patched a whole load of stuff into the PC version yeah, that isn't on the PS3? Yeah, they did. Because they didn't support the PS3 after it got released. 
They didn't patch it hardly at all. No, they didn't. Although we can talk about some of that changing maybe on our E3 impressions also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, because on the PC version, they had, like, a whole big content update that added a bunch of new achievements and made it so you can get new weapons. And, and they like, did loads of them, hats. like... Not just one update, they would, like, update yeah, it all they, the time. Yeah, they updated a bunch. Yeah. And they're gonna... Hats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hats. Hats. Hats! Hats! Oh, that, that brings up the other thing you've been playing. Yeah, and uh, the other thing I've been playing is... Gary's mod. Yeah, yeah. Which we just got that like a couple yeah, days we're ago. We're becoming like steam junkies. Like if Steam has a sale, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, buy all my games on Steam. Please don't ever go out of business, Valve, and shut your servers down. I know that would suck so bad. And we'd like lose our library. Yeah. Um, Counter Strike Source is only seven dollars. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Are you interested? I'm a little bit interested. Hey. Counter fun. Yeah, he's got a Counter-Strike store. Oh, he bought, he bought it for his dad. He bought it, quote, for his dad, unquote. Yeah, he he's like, I don't want to play this game. And then Calvin's like, well, can I play? <laughs> 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 no, no, I don't know. That's he's like, <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> We're making the double finger air quotes, people. Yeah. It's not good radio. You can't hear it. No. <laughs> But, yeah, we should get Counter-Strike Source. And, okay, think about that. Alright, cool. In Gary's mod, um, you can pretty much, mm -hmm. it's like a Half-Life 2 mod where you can spawn anything, and you can spawn NPCs and such, and make them do whatever you want. So it's, it's pretty much your own playground, your sandbox. So is it like first-person shooter Little Big Planet? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, and you can make like catapults, and you can turn a boat into an airplane, and hmm. yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, and there's some. Super it looked really complex. I don't know that I'm gonna have the time. Yeah, to... Calvin pretty much taught me. Yeah, that's cool. He knew, and you can look up a bunch of. Did videos. he have it already? Yeah. Mm, good for him. Mm. Yeah. And, cool. And uh, there's some servers online. That like, they're role playing servers. So what you can do is you can like build your house, and then you start off just being as a citizen. Mm -hmm. It's just a regular job. You don't really have a job, but you make forty five dollars a day, and uh, that's lame. Yeah, no. <laughs> but then you can become like a mob boss or a, or a gangster or the mayor or a civil protection, which is a cop, and. When I was playing earlier, before we left to get haircuts, mm. I uh, was the mayor of a little a server. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, it, and you is that just people just do that through chatting, or is there a lot of game tools? that's like I am the mayor, or yeah, I don't get it. How do you? Oh, okay. There's game tools. People that see to make a server like that, you have to spend money every month, mm. but. Yeah, and there's like a whole user, a whole, if you press F4, then this menu shows up. Uh-huh. And you can select what job you want and all that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's cool. And you have money and everything. It's just crazy. I can't seem to wrap my head around it. Well, I don't know how they even make it. It's crazy. And there's this one server that it's like a movie theater. And you can play a YouTube video on this giant screen and everyone can see it. <laughs> I know. I have no idea how they make it. Well, it's weird. It's like an alternate reality. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, have I played anything else? Well, I bought Bioshock 2, but I only got like 10 minutes into it, and then I was sleepy. Yeah, Calvin's side playing it a little bit. Or the number two? Yeah. Why, did he play number one already? Yeah, he oh. got it on Xbox. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah I got my it on PS3. Oh, and, and I mentioned, um, last, uh, month, slash previous segment, <laughs> That I was going to try and play some portable games. Oh, yeah. uh, and I tried to play Metroid Prime Hunters, which I had had for the DS for a while, uh, which was a lot like Metroid Prime. You know, it's a first-person shooter, but on the DS, and you controlled your aim with your stylus. Technically, it's fine. Just fine game. Your aiming is fine. You know, maybe the DS screen's a little small. I want a DS. I XL. I want an XL. I want an XL. Um, yeah. But I don't have one, so I was playing on my... DS Fat. Yeah, no, the original, the classic. <laughs> the classic, my it's DS really Chunk. <laughs> and uh, it was fine, except that for my short flight, you couldn't trust it. You didn't know that you would get through the level in like an hour or in 45 minutes. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you're going to make a uh, portable game, you have to make it broken up into little chunks that you can save. Yeah. And it does have, you know, things that make it broken up into chunks, like you open up teleporters, and then you can just instantly go further in the level wherever you left off, but I just, you know, I had one experience where they were, you know, I had to shut it off, and it was time to get to work, and and uh, I didn't get through the level, and then I shut it off, and I just got frustrated. I was yeah. like, I need little chunks on my portable games. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm going to play it at home, you know. In which case, uh, I just play a big Metroid Prime. I know. I don't know. It's, I mean, a great accomplishment, though. Great game. I think I should give it a try. Yeah. And then the other portable game uh, on the existing system we already had was uh, that I picked up recently and, and only just put a couple hours into, but I'm very committed to doing more, is the Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Because mm. I'm a freak for the Metal Gear Solid storyline and all those games. Yeah. And uh, I'm interested in playing it. Um, just first blanket first impression about the game is that, dang, I just whacked that guy in the back of the head and then shot him in the face with a tranquilizer dart. He's down for like seven seconds and then gets back up. I'm like, oh, is this harder? Or am I supposed to be playing it different? Or what? So maybe they just want to make sure you're sneakier. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to keep plugging away at it, because uh, it really seemed hard to knock a guy down and keep him down. Yeah. But I know they have this uh, equipment in it called the Fulton Recovery System. So, in Portable op Ops on the PSP, uh -huh. like you were recruiting guys in your army, but you'd have to knock them out, and if they're all the way, like, across the level, you'd have to, like, grab the guy and, like, <laughs> be dragging him across the level for, like, 20 minutes, dragon guy, dragon guy, dragon guy. I think I remember doing that on, like, the first level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but on this one, they have, like, a... You put a hook on him, 
and it inflates a balloon, and a helicopter comes by and hoops him away. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard about it. I'll give it a try. So, uh, mostly I'm playing that for the story. I'm not super interested. It's got co-op, but I don't know if we need two copies of the game to play co-op. Yeah. We'll check into that. Speaking of co-op, just add to our to-do list. We need to come back to Pixel Junk Shooter. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You forgot a big game that you played. What game? Super Mario Galaxy 2. Oh, duh. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is the sequel to Super Mario Galaxy 1. Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> no way. Yeah. But I I played that for... I played that for like through like the first two galaxies, and I haven't played it since. I should do that. Yeah, yeah. It's what fun. is it about the Wii? I don't know. Just something. Something. Yeah. It's well, maybe it's, it's because I moved it upstairs, or I, it's I don't not know. H, it's not HD. <laughs> Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe because even the PC is more HD than the Wii. <laughs> I don't know. Still, yeah. I I do want to play it too. You played it. I played the first one, yeah. all the way through killing Bowser. Yeah, I got. I almost got all a hundred stars. I got like ninety five. Yeah, we had this discussion yeah. argument on the podcast before, didn't we? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but one fifteen isn't quite one twenty, is it? But oh, now yeah, there's two hundred and forty in. <laughs> yeah. And I hear a bunch of them later on are really hard and annoying. Really. Yeah, like there's these timed runs you gotta do just I perfectly. I hate those levels timed. <laughs> well, we'll have to. I'll have to give it a try, and we'll, maybe we'll talk more about that one later. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we're gonna take another quick break and then come back uh, with the Happy Game Family Go podcast, where we discuss our newest, coolest, everybody loves it. It's the hot new thing platform. Yeah. That we got. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Happy Game Family Goal Podcast. Hey, I'm sitting here with Noah. What a day or two passed since we were recording that last segment. Yeah. We mostly just wanted to talk about our latest uh, platform that we got for this quick little segment, the iPad. Yeah. We picked up an iPad recently. Uh, you know, we've been playing some uh, iPod Touch games that we talked about since you got one for your birthday. Uh, and now, uh, for your anti-birthday, I don't know, it's for everybody too, though. Yeah. Uh, we got an iPad. Um, and so, you know, it's got games on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we played, what have we played on it? Well, we played, we played Angry Birds a lot. Yeah, Angry and... Birds HD. Angry Birds HD, yeah. I'm pretty happy with the Angry Birds HD 
uh, you know, the iPod Touch games that we have, we've played on it. And as far as unique iPad-only games, I mean, those are coming, but they're not super... They're not coming super fast. <laughs> right, right, right. So we did play the Real Racing HD a little bit, although that one just is more impressive than it is fun to play. Ooh, fireworks are exploding yeah. outside. Uh, yeah, it is more impressive than, like, fun. Yeah, it's more good than fun. Yeah. Um, I did pick up uh, Metal Gear Solid Touch. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you played around with that at all? I, I tried it out once for a little bit. Yeah, that's about what I did. Yeah. Uh, we really haven't been using it for games as much. It's really kind of a portable web browser for us more than anything, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And YouTube Video Watcher. YouTube is. I watch a lot of YouTube. On it. And, uh, I do play games on it. Like, uh, I just want them to put out updates for all of the games I want them to put out. Like what? Well, like, they put out the update for Cannibal, and they have a Tap Tap Radiation game uh-huh. on it, but it's not very good. Yeah. You don't unlock songs as you play. You just get a selection of songs that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. And you play them. And once you're done with that, you have to buy songs. Right. And I want them to make, like, Tap Tap Revenge 3 or Tap Tap Revenge 3 HD or Tap Tap Revenge 4 or something. A four-finger Tap Tap? Yeah. That'd be cool. And, uh... They have the because in Tap Tap Radiation the buttons are like moving around the screen, right? So it makes it kind of harder to play. And I also want them to make an. I want to them. I want them to update Peggle. Yeah, iPad, yeah, yeah. Because that'd probably be really good on the iPad. Yeah. And um, they. Because you could, yeah, you could totally point right at where you want to aim it. Yeah. And. Um, I want them, they should update Bloons Tower Defense uh-huh. for iPad. Yeah, yeah, you like the tower defense? Yeah. Well, we'll keep our eye out and let people know if we find really good iPad apps. Um, you yes. know, and we'll, we'll let people know. On oh, the another project. game that I like playing on the iPad. Actually, I have two. But one is called Implode. Uh-huh. And I think I talked about that. Yeah, yeah, where you set the bombs on the structure and you try and blow it up in in the right way. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty much the same game, except it's on the HD big screen. Uh Uh-huh. And the other game that I like playing, and this one I haven't ever played before, it's called Godfinger. Oh, and now I have another one. (laughs) Oh, first, Godfinger. Godfinger. It's kind of like... You could say it's kind of like Farmville. Uh-huh. You're the god of this, at first, it's small planet. And you start off at level one and everything. And you have to do these things, like, if there's um, a non-believer that it wants it to rain, you make it rain, and they believe in you. Right. And you get XP from doing that, and it's pretty fun. Yeah? Is yeah. it, uh, there's battles, though, in it, right? Is it kind of like a real-time strategy, or? No, there's not really any battles. It's... No battles? No battles. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And what was the other one you just remembered? Uh, the other one I just remembered was Labyrinth 2 HD. Mm. Is that the 
tilt to get the metal ball to go down the little hole game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it costs money, but I, we have the white version. Mm-hmm. And pretty much Dad just explained it. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. uh... This is a tilt sensor. It's like rolling metal ball inside a wooden maze with all these little things. Yep. Yeah. What yeah. about uh, your old favorite paper toss? Is that HD at all yet? Yeah, they do have it, except it costs, I think, two bucks. Really? Hmm. I wanted to get it. Well, can you throw multiple balls of paper? Does it somehow take advantage of the bigger size, or just prettier paper toss? I don't know. I think it might just be prettier paper toss, but hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Well, the main, uh, as far as using it as an internet browser, you know, the main controversy was that it doesn't support Flash. <sighs> And uh, that's kind of a pain sometimes. Like, for example, you could use it to play Facebook games, but a lot of the mm -hmm. Facebook games are very Flash-based. Yeah. Uh, boom. Yeah. I've had some uh, good luck with uh, Mafia Wars. A lot of uh, Mafia Wars is not Flash-based. That's good. Certain little chunks of it are. Yeah. Which is, I'm, I'm still ashamed that I even play that game. Click the button, watch the menu get bigger. Uh, I know. It's just something about spending your stamina every day is compulsive. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, that's about it for the iPad. We we'll, just wanted to let everybody know it was added to the repertoire. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'll keep everybody updated on it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we'll come right back with just real quick impressions of uh, the E3 press conferences that we watched. I don't know, a week and a half ago. Yep. Okay, we'll be right back with the Happy Game Family Go! wanted to do a quick E3 wrap-up. We, of course, did not travel to E3. I don't know that we'll ever get to travel to E3. Next year. Next year. Uh, yeah. Gotta get uh, credentials. Press credentials. What you doing there on that there? I don't know. There's like a little black speck in the charging hole. Anyway, hey, we're podcasting here. Hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, so E3, uh, we watched the live-streamed press conferences. Yep. The Microsoft, the Sony, the Nintendo, the EA, and the Ubisoft. Yep. And uh, what did you think? Well, first of all, I think my favorite one was the Sony one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my least favorite one was maybe the, I don't know, which one... Was it Ubisoft that had the laser tag? Yeah, it was Ubisoft yeah, that had the laser tag. Ubisoft was my least favorite one. But that one was just kind of weird all over the place. Yeah. I mean, they had some, some solid games they showed, but then it was Ubisoft, and it was finger sensor, and then... Yeah, finger sensing games. Like, yeah, and then their games were like 
you make the game for us, you know, yeah, like know. the Planet Mania, which is mm-hmm. so totally little big planet named ripped off. I know, seriously. Where you make your own shooter and you make your own RPG to go along with Track Mania, mm-hmm. which uh, was something I downloaded once, but uh, didn't actually end up making a lot of tracks for. Um, so that was weird. That was a weird conference. The The laser tag moment was just a strange moment. It was like, what? Really? Yeah. I mean, laser tag's been around a long time. I know, seriously. So they were trying to... I don't know. Hey, I don't want to rag on somebody's hard work, but uh, yeah. I don't think I'm interested. Mm-mm. Anyway, uh, I did like the Sony conference myself, although I'm not that interested in 3D. Just yeah, me neither. I'm, that whole beginning segment with the 3D and stuff, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's talk about PlayStation Move and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, the big clincher, the big, uh, uh, okay, hold on one sec, podcast, we're going to pause. Hello, come in. Oh, hi. Hey. You want to come in and podcast? I guess we're not pausing podcast. Come on in. No, I'm, I'm, I have to ask you. Okay, uh, we're going to pause the podcast then. We'll be back. Okay, podcast people, total interruption uh, (laughs) interrupted my train of thought and got me all distracted. I got to travel early in the morning and my daughter wants a ride all the way across town to her friend's house and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, so... Uh, maybe I'll bring up her podcast and argue about it. That's good radio. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't. Um, E3, uh, Sony. Oh, the big announcement that I thought it was a big deal was when they brought out Gabe Newell from Valve. Oh, yeah, I know. And he said not only, first of all, they scooped the whole Portal 2 trailer show. They didn't show it, you know, at their own event. They showed it as part of the PS3 event, because they're bringing it to PS3, which is really, PS3 is actually where I first played Portal 1. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, And they're bringing it with uh, Steam. I know, that's crazy. Steam on PS3. I know. (laughs) I think uh, that didn't get as much notice as, uh, you know, the Nintendo conference, because Nintendo went for a really hardcore... You know, crowd and brought out all their favorite franchises and stuff with their 3DS. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the gaming press that I've read since then were really impressed by the 3DS. Mm. Which, again, I just, I, 3D, really, I... Well, the 3DS is pretty cool because you don't need glasses. Yeah, yeah, you got that right. I already got glasses, so glasses on top of glasses yeah. is a hard sell for me. So, yeah... Sony being focused on the 3D was kind of a lose, but the Steam on PS3... It's you know, win! Yeah, I hope it's, like, big, big-style Steam on PS3. And, yeah, you know, and they're gonna, like, update all their all of the games on Steam over time. Well, that'd be cool PS3 if they just make format. it, you know, multi-platform like they already did on Mac. We've been enjoying the Mac. Yeah, now, the only thing that I hope they do is update um, Half-Life 2 and Gary's Mod and such for the Mac. So that you don't need a numpad. So the Calvin Dad switch over to PC. Oh, mm, 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 mm. 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 Well, if it was on Mac, uh, I mean, he doesn't have to switch. He just has to switch over to PC so he can run it. Yeah. On his laptop. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, the other thing that, the thing Microsoft was focused on was their big, you know, the motion control. Connect. 
Kinect, and the thing that Sony also had a lot of focus on their motion control, but not entirely focused. Yeah. Uh, Just like, kind of, you know, like, it was, they were showing games, and, uh -huh. um, but, and like, half of those games were PlayStation Move, and when it was a game that showed up that was PlayStation Move, they were all talking about PlayStation Move, like, and look how, look how nice it flows around. They weren't just devoting a whole 45 minutes to PlayStation Move. Right, Microsoft was pretty exclusively, I mean, they just showed some Gears of War 3 and some other stuff, but, mm -hmm. I don't know, motion control is really big for Sony and Microsoft this year, and meanwhile, Nintendo, you know, was less about that, more about their, their main core game, so. yeah. I don't know. That's what also a lot of the reason I think a lot of the gaming journalists thought Nintendo came out on top on E3. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about all this Microsoft motion control or, or I'm not, Sony. Every time control. I, if we get the Kinect or whatever, which is $150. I don't think we're going to be getting the Kinect. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. But um, every time I hear about the Kinect, it makes me think back to the Natal thing, the E3. Well, bam, there it is, and his shoe and his body. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ever wonder what the bottom of an Avatar shoe looks like? Well, bam, there it is, and his, <laughs> his body's, like, all glitched. And oh, yeah, well, yeah, the bottom of an Avatar's shoe on some <laughs> YouTube video. Like, how would people search that out? YouTube, Avatar, shoe bottom, or something. Just look up, well, bam, look up, bam, there it is. There's, like... A lot of videos on YouTube of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he twitched out and it went all weird. Yeah. Well, in the move, I liked that sorcery game they showed. That looked kind of cool. Yeah, that did look pretty cool. Uh, it looked like you wished, uh... Ooh, wow, your toenail's all half-ripped off. This one? Yeah, I know. Wow, well, we'll have to clip that. Yeah, I was gonna... Um, digression. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and it looks like it might be a little cheaper to get on board with that, but yeah, even still, I mean, I have the Wii for that, and it's, I don't know. We'll see. Games. Yeah. It's about the games. I know. That's what I'm about. And the Sorcery game looked kind of cool, so. It did look Okay, well, that's, uh, oh, and EA, Dead Space 2 looks good, uh, you know, the Medal of Honor I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to Zelda. Z Zelda. Oh, uh, yeah. Sword. Even though the demo had some glitchy yeah, issues and made me think, oh, oh, this might be... But maybe they'll come out on top. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, cool. Uh, so that's our super-duper quick E3 wrap-up here for the Happy Game Family Go! Bucket! We will be back in just a few minutes, uh, depending on whether or not I can get Sabrina to podcast, because she's trying to get me to drive her somewhere. Uh, and or with your mom for the family wow, powwow, etc., etc. All right. I'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Happy Game Family Goal Podcast. I'm sitting here with Sabrina. Hi Sabrina. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Good. And Sabrina's got our cat Leo, who looks like he's tolerating being held very closely. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily look thrilled, but he is a pretty snuggly kitty, isn't he? Yeah. Ah, cool. 
Well, hey, uh, I didn't know if you had much to say, but uh, I knew you've been playing a lot of Sims 3 lately, and we haven't even got you on this podcast just yet. You're such a busy girl, you know, running around, yeah. practicing your cheerleading, going to this friend's house, that friend's house, the yeah. life of a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> but uh, you have been playing a lot of Sims 3. Why don't you tell me a little about it? Well, it's a fun game. Yeah, you got a, a new expansion, right? Yeah, Ambitions. Yeah? Could do some stuff in it. Yeah, what can you do? <laughs> no, tell me about it. Go ahead. Uh, you can be a firefighter. You can be a like detective person. You can be a hairstylist. You can be a ghost blaster person. Oh, really? Have yeah. Ghostbusters in it? Yeah. Did they not have? Did it mostly just add careers that they had already, or did it add? It just new had types like of professions. Yeah. And um you could be an architectural designer. Mm. You could be um um you could um be like your own worker, like you could be an adventurer or right. stuff like that, like a self employed is it going? Uh-huh. Um you could be a sculptor. Okay, well, so, what's it add to the game? Professions. Yeah? And, uh, did it add, like, uh, it didn't add anything new that you do, Well, like, I mean, you can, like, actually control what they do, like, with the Ghost Blaster, you know, you get, you find new house, you find houses that have, like, poltergeists or ghosts or something, and then you go and make those go away, and then with, like, firefighters, you put out fires... And, um, you know, stylists, you style people. <laughs> cool. Well, so what is it about Sims 3 that keeps you interested more than any other game? Well, I don't know. It's just fun. Like, you know, it's just kind of like you, you, you know, if you want, if you want to kill a Sim, you can kill a Sim. You mm-hmm. know, there's no, like, boundaries. I mean, there is, of course, like, but that's, it's always been like that with Sims. Yeah. But, like, with this one, there's more freedom, you know. Yeah. You know, you, lots of stuff. You could actually have kids that look like you. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just interested in that. That's cool. Yeah. And, yeah. It's just kind of like weaving the stories of yeah. these characters' lives, huh? Yeah, you can make, like, a legacy of Sims. And... You have any cheerleader Sims? Well, like, they can't be a cheerleader. You can make them, like, dress as a cheerleader. Huh. But... It's not a profession yet? No. Well, well, maybe they'll add some sort of school-age... Uh, expansion, huh? Yeah. Did they have that in university for Sims 2? Well, I'm trying to remember, like, you could have sororities and stuff, Uh and you could dress up as a cheerleader, but I don't... Well, you could, yeah, you could, like, do cheerleading things, like, you could do cheerleading chants, but you wouldn't actually, like, be one. Hmm. But, and then, um... Oh, yeah, like, they also put some Sims 2 thing out, like, Hobbies, Sims 2 hobbies. I don't know if you could do cheerleading though, but you could do like basketball. Huh. I never played it because we didn't have right computer. Yeah, it wasn't but. strong enough to run some of the expansion packs. Yeah. Hmm. What would you think, uh, what would you like for them to put out for The Sims 3 next? What, if you could have them add something, what's missing from The Sims 3 experience? Probably like, you know, with the professions when they like, how you can do stuff, like, I think that'd be cool, even if you couldn't, like, control them, just to kind of, like, see what they were doing, like, if, 
you know, with, like, with my kids go to school and stuff. Uh-huh. Just kind of, like, see what they do. Like, yeah. even, you know, if you can't really do anything with them right. at all, then I, I just think that'd be kind of cool. Or, like, you know, when a sim goes to work, if they don't have a profession, they just go to, like, regular work. You could just see what they're doing. Mm. And, um... So you don't actually see in their office? No, or? like, it's pretty, it's all, it's, that's how The Sims has always been. If they go to work, they just kind of go, and then just come back home. Huh. Yeah. Except for, in Sims 2, couldn't you, like, open a store or something? Or yeah. Have uh, a okay. business like that? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Somebody at the door, that's fine. Okay. Recording out. a podcast with a family is hard. Noah! Oh, hi, Noah. Hi. Made Leo freak out. Okay, um, well, thanks, Sabrina. Yeah. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yay! All right. Uh, we'll be back in, uh, a few minutes, folks, with the Happy Game Family Goal podcast and the Family Wow Pow Wow. sitting here with Monica and Noah and myself, the WoW players in our family. Yay. This is the family WoW Pow Wow. <laughs> and we have no specific topic assigned to us this time. So it's like, what would you like to say about WoW since we haven't spoken to the people in like two months? Well, I think it's cool that you finally seem to be enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's nice. I have been playing it more. I'm up to uh, level 24. Four. Ooh. Yeah, and sixteen more levels you can get a fast mount. Nice. Except well I was uh I getting a mount was cool. Uh it didn't speed things up that much. It does for traveling. I mean you may not have noticed it yet because you have walked a lot of places already. Yeah. But it does make a difference if you have to make a long journey like when you go to the wetlands from Loch Modon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a really long walk. Yeah. And once you get a regular now, uh-huh. even faster. Ah. Yeah, an epic mount. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, what I think turned around for me was I was just really getting tired of those early my starting mm-hmm. area lands, and so finding the train in yeah. in the Dwarven district at uh, Stormwind that took me yeah. out to Lockmodon. Even though a lot of those were beginning quests too, I could tell all this is. Very little experience. This must be where the yeah, it's dwarves just, start out, you know. It's just nice to explore new areas, you know. And that's... You figure that out definitely as you go along. Because when I started out with my first character, I didn't... I mean, I knew there were other places, you know, other areas to go to in World of Warcraft. But I just, for the longest time, just was in my start... You know, I did everything in my starting out area. And then, you know, just kind of stayed with the quest progression as it took me to the next area after that. Yeah. Um, and then it was finally, uh, my account was linked with Noah's, 
and Josh had a character on his account, and he summoned me to Ironforge because I hadn't yet found the boats or figured out how to get to a different continent. Right. And then once I got out there, I'm like, wow, this is so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was uh, I had tried to uh, get up to Loch Modan because mm-hmm. that was the quest I had. I was supposed to run something right. to some guy in Loch Modan. And I tried to get up there by just running through the burning steps. Yeah, <laughs> which you couldn't do. No, no. I, there was a big mountain with, like, Cyclops fire giants. And I'd <laughs> right, get, like, yeah. 14 steps and get killed. And I'd be like, well, maybe I can just leapfrog my way, corpse-style, <laughs> right. through the burning steps. Not so much. <laughs> no, I was lucky I had time to hearthstone, actually, to yeah. get out of there without having to, you know, do the yeah. whatever the res thing is where you no, revive and you're like, I give up. <laughs> yeah, no, you pretty much have to start out in Iron Forge and just walk there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I wasn't the only one who who had a revival. I mean, Noah hadn't played it for a long time, and then all of a sudden you were playing it all the time. You've since moved on and are obsessed with Gary's mod. Well, no, I'm just taking a small, small break, and, I'm, and I was going to... I was thinking about playing it tomorrow, except they're doing 24-hour maintenance at around tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So, that's out of the picture. <laughs> but uh, you did have a revival, and what was that revival all about? I don't know. I just, like, I stopped playing for, like, four months. And then, uh, all of a sudden, like, I saw Mom playing, and I remembered... Just how fun it was. And, See, that's an and exact quote of an earlier part of the podcast. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's exactly what happened now. Yeah. I saw it and memories came back and I was thinking how fun it would be. But you were play. doing something specific. Weren't you trying to get epic gear? Wait, is there epic was... gear or something about the... It was not... You're he focused. Was, he was going on raids to get gear, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You got raid crazy. Yeah. Yeah, instead of questing so much, you were raiding. Yeah, and because, like, Mom, she didn't raid, so she has time to do all these uh, dailies and get a bunch of gold and everything. And I raid, and whenever I want to go to do my dailies, I'll go stop in a city. Now looking trade chat and somebody's recruiting for a raid. raid. I'm like, oh, I got DPS that. I know, and that's why people who raid are always broke. (laughs) (laughs) Just too busy raiding. Can I have five thousand gold to get my flying (laughs) man? It can't be five thousand gold. People are hoping. Yeah, and. but he is the I best really geared. Get... He is the best geared person in our guild. Yeah, I am. I think. Uh, I think today. <clears throat> I haven't raided yet, but I think today was the first time when I uh, actually had a chance to group up with strangers. Mm. When strangers actually grouped up with me, uh, I was you know running off into <clears throat> the orc territory at what's Stonewatch. Oh, you were? Yeah, and uh, some guy just came up and was all friendly and invited me to a group. And mm. I, all right, cool. And so then we went and killed some orcs together, and then he left and went on, and uh, then we went to go kill the, I don't know, the orc at the top of Stonewatch. Mm-hmm. Mark, Black Locker, Black Locker, 
And so then there was like four guys standing around there waiting for him to spawn. And I grouped up with one of them and we managed to get the first shot in on him. Those were the other two guys were those same other two guys we saw later. Right. In the cave when we were getting work champions. That reminds me of this one time when mom and I were doing quests on our paladins. Your mom told me this story today. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we were questing our paladins and there was these people that we're doing the same quest at the same time, so we had to go through this whole cave to kill to kill some uh, some guy and get his head. And so there were some people already there waiting for him, and we got in there. No, they weren't already there. They came oh, in yeah, behind they came us. In, yeah, and uh, so we got there, <coughs> and they killed him. The first time, mm-hmm. and then act- yeah, because we were still busy killing the last couple of guys in the hallway before you could get to this guy. So they yeah. just went past us while we were fighting those guys, and they killed the boss right away. Yeah. So then we were like, "Well, crap, that sucks." But oh well. And <laughs> we waited there for the guy to respawn, and then those people showed up again, and we asked them what they were doing and why are they here because they just did this quest, and one of them was like, "I didn't do it yet." I'm like, yeah, I did. I just saw you. I know. And well, and your mom said that after they f- stole the boss kill out from under you, uh-huh. they waved. Yeah, and they the, did. Yeah. And then it was funny, though, because <coughs> the second time when we killed him first, I, I can't your... remember why I did. I know I waved, and I did some other emote. I cheered, and then I waved. <laughs> and then we left. And then the guy whispered me, and he was all... He was all rude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he was super pissy because we got the first hit on the guy. Mark uh, seems to have a good point, though, that, you know, those people are rare. Usually you run into pretty cool people. people. Yeah. Usually people are at least helpful or they won't go out of their way to to ruin your game. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, there are those people out there. But, you know, generally people, they just want to play. They just want to have fun. um, And so... It makes for a good game. People are helpful if you need them to be. You know, usually if somebody does have a problem with something you're doing, then they'll say something. You know, like I was, at some point I was working on my cooking. I was leveling up my cooking, and so I was out in Outland hunting um, these specific things to get their meat. Right. And somebody whispered me and asked me if I would mind steering clear of a specific kind of creature because uh-huh. he was doing a quest where he had to kill those. Oh, oh So cool. I'm like, sure, no problem. Nice. Yeah. And he thanked me later. He said a lot of people wouldn't have cared. Uh, yeah, no, I hate when, yeah. Huh. Well, so when, okay, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, when is Cataclysm coming out? They we don't know for sure. It. The beta is probably... Tomorrow we're having 24-hour maintenance to prepare for Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be coming out pretty soon because I think tomorrow they're going to be starting the pre-launch events, which mm-hmm. are like the stuff that happens before Cataclysm. Well, and, that's, and that's what they did um, before Lich King too. although they didn't really start pre-launch events this early with Lich King. No, they, maybe they're not. They started yet. it... Um, because ha- All Hallows was going on when they started the whole oh, Scourge. Oh, yeah, was. That was so cool, yeah. the Scourge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, is it going to be like the other expansions, where if you don't buy it, you don't experience it? Like, or well, is well, the beginning zones, lands going to be changing? Yeah. They'll, 
it, the zones will change for everyone. Mm -hmm. Does matter if you have the expansion or not? I yeah. With that, without the expansion, I think that would just prevent you from being able to go to any of the new areas. Like yeah. before, we when we first started playing and we just had the original World of Warcraft game. You know, I could still play everything in that original area. I just couldn't go to any of the areas covered by the Burning Crusade expansion. Yeah, we, went, we can't take the boat to the Draenei starting off area. So if I wanted to see these these early areas... You'd uh, want to do it now, yeah. Well, uh -huh. I mean, but... Uh, is my one character enough, or am I going to have to have you clear out some dudes and make room so I can make some, like, different race alts? I'm going to make some room because... There's a bunch of, like, level 5 characters, and I have a level 2 mm -hmm. on my account. Yeah, because you can make different alts to see different starting out areas. Yeah. Um, you know, like you Horde, could... I'd have to go Horde, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you can you can do Horde characters. You can also go to different realms, you know, and it's still mm -hmm. going to be the oh, same yeah, game. It's just a different server. Yeah, so you won't be able to join our guild, but that's pretty much the But if all, you're, if all you're Why wanting to do Why would I want to do that? Why would you want to Well, because if all you're start? wanting to do is just run around and see and you're starting out different areas. starting out areas. I mean, I mean, are you talking about wanting to start new tunes to be invested in to level up? Well, sure. I mean, but uh, uh, I, I still don't follow. Oh, just Why the... would I change my realm? Oh, because if his... To start a new character. Because if his... Because if, you can have ten characters in each realm, and so... Oh. If his lineup was already full and he didn't have any he could get rid of, you could just go to a different realm. Oh, I didn't know that. And just have yeah. ten characters in that realm, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we should branch out and get some different realms. Yeah, yeah like uh, our guild is trying to get people to play horde characters in Ghostlands. Ghostlands, yeah. Is that the name of the realm, Ghostlands? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, any other World of Warcraft news? Any interesting developments? Or mm, in your characters? Or well, our paladins hit level forty. Oh yeah, they did. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so that was pretty sweet because now we can ride fast mounts and wear plate armor. Okay. Jealous of that plate armor with my rogue. Uh, yeah, rogues. Yeah. But you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, rogues mm -hmm. have a lot of a lot of uh, advantages, even with just wearing leather armor. Yeah, well, I like being able to be sneaky. Well, and also, yeah. as you level up, you just start dealing so much damage, you don't even really care about the armor. Ah, cool. You mostly just look at it for the stats anyway. Ah, yeah. Well, I just always have to sell this stuff. It says <laughs> that if I could equipment, it would be, you know, plus 92 on my armor. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. It's all, you know, the disadvantage to things like a... Especially plate armor is that as you level up, it gets a lot more expensive to oh, repair. Yeah. No, it's, oh, mm. And expensive to like buy in the auction is. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, cool. That's uh, the family wow powwow. Yeah. Wandering topicless powwow <laughs> was just as good as uh, you know. That was fun. Yeah. Cool. Personally. All right. Uh, so that wraps up. The Wild Pow Wow, and we'll be right back with the Happy Game Family Go! Uh, when we do bedtime.
Hey everybody, welcome back to the Happy Game Family Go podcast. I'm sitting here with Monica. It's the bedtime segment, and we don't have a topic. <laughs> wow, it's bedtime. I know. Time flies. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, we could talk about how it's been like two months since I put out a podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, life gets busy. Yeah, it was busy. I was working and traveling and mm-hmm. and uh, also you know I, I started it out with a lot of enthusiasm because I didn't have much else going on right we put it out like once a week for a while <laughs> and then every two weeks and then it got to be like a month and now it's well, two months well, it might know, have a half-life to it I don't know well I mean I, I think that I don't think we should feel like it has to be produced on any specific kind of deadline, you know, it's sort of when we feel like doing it, when we have something to say. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're a sitcom on a network. No, but we'll <laughs> never get featured on the uh, iTunes featured podcast unless we have at least a <laughs> monthly episode, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think a monthly episode is doable. A, a weekly episode would be pretty difficult to manage considering how long oh, it yeah. takes to... No, I I let go of that early on, you know, once I started working. You know, I wanted to learn how to do this. Right. And prove that I knew how to do it. And, you know, for a while, when I, you know, before I'd lined up some contract work that I was looking for maybe some video game work or video game marketing or video game journalism. And so, I don't know, maybe I wanted to, maybe I was living the dream. (laughs) The, you know, but... I don't. I don't know that that is specifically video game journalism work is all that conducive to having a family. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound like it from what I've from what I've read. I mean, from what I've read, it sounds like most jobs in the video game industry tend to not be conducive to having very much of a personal life. I don't. I don't see it happen. I mean, you can in video video game journalism. You know, you've got deadlines and stuff. Right. It's not that bad, but you get paid almost nothing because, right. you know, you get to play video games for a living. Lots of people want to do it. Right. And then in video game making, um, you know, uh, there's been a lot of controversy of, you know, people complaining about really tough working conditions mm-hmm. that aren't very conducive towards ever seeing their family. Right. Well, because once again, it seems to me it's a field that a lot of people want to be a part of. And... You know, if you've got a lot of people complaining that they're not getting paid enough or they don't get to spend enough time with their families, you know, you've also got a lot of kids coming out of college who don't even have families yet. Yeah. And they're more than willing to sacrifice time off in order to be a part of, you know, this industry because... Well, you know, it's a shame because people wonder why video games don't seem to aim towards an audience past, you know... 18 to 30 year old males who would like to see you know behind the viewpoint of a gun and, and right. an armed conflict yeah and well you know you gotta look who's making it right that seems to be kind of a problem though overall with the entertainment industry i mean television you know anything movies they mostly want to aim at that demographic you know young men who have money to spend well yeah and and once you have families then uh you have less money to spend. <laughs> right. Well, and that's when they start advertising to your kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know that I'll uproot and move the family to chase some video game dream after all. <laughs> Maybe it was just a, something to toy around with. Uh, but uh, it is kind of a shame that uh, there isn't a lot of diversity in terms of uh, not even people having a family, but in, in uh, gender and yeah. etc. And people making gender, video games. age. All sorts of things, you know. Not that there are probably... I'm sure there are plenty of women, you know, working in video game development. Oh, yeah. More and more each year. It's something they got to... Uh... But I bet they're young women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know. I really couldn't say. I don't have any statistical data in front of me. No, and I don't either. I'm just, you know, just the impression I get of the industry is that, you know, it lends itself... You know, to being something that you'd be involved in more at the beginning of your career than. Hmm. Yeah. Or at least, you know, you'd start out, you know, in some of these video game journalism and development jobs. And by the time you were ready to have a family, you know, would have maybe moved into another facet of the industry, you know, moved up the ladder to the point where, you know, you would be able to fit in more yeah. personal time. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just have to continue working for industries that I don't uh, personally have any, you know, passion for. But, you know, I right. always well, do a good job wherever I'm at. I agree. And I also don't necessarily think that it's always a good thing to work in an industry whose products you have a passion for necessarily. I mean, because you love video games and you know a lot about video games and how they're produced and the stories behind them. But I think the danger of working for a video game company is that, you know, no matter how much you love the games, you'd still be going to your job every day. Mm -hmm. And it would, you know, to a certain extent, be the same old thing that you deal with in any other job. Mm. I'm going to have to bleep that to keep from getting an explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That's good enough bedtime segment for me. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, I will uh, wrap this up later. It's it's late. Uh, I'll wrap up any final notes I have probably while I'm on the road on this next uh, business trip. Uh, so thanks for tuning in for the Happy Game Family Go podcast, and thank you, Monica. No problem. All right. <laughs> summer edition, I think, is what I'm going to call this episode, uh, and for my listeners, I really must apologize. Uh, it's been really pretty much just Dad's fault that this episode uh, really caps off a four-month hiatus for our podcast. 
Uh, just mea culpa on that, you know. Uh, everybody else been willing to record segments. I've got them in the can. We recorded some in uh, April, I think, and we recorded some in May, and uh, everybody recorded something in June. And uh, we might even got something in there in July. Well, here it is, uh, near the end of August. Uh, it's Friday, which is the first day of high school uh, for Sabrina. And this coming Monday will be the first day of junior high school for Noah. It's the end of the summer. We had a long, endless summer. Um, for the kids, it was, you know, staying up late, playing games, relaxing, uh, for Dad, hey, not not that I didn't get my share of games played, but uh, I, it was a lot of work, too. I did a lot of work this summer. I did a lot of freelance contract work, traveling, uh, and then about a month ago, I accepted a, a job. I'm back in the casino industry, uh, the industry which calls itself gaming, which uh, I don't necessarily think of as gaming. I, I'm going to go ahead and call it the gambling industry, I believe in not dancing around on the terminology. Uh, well, if they want to call themselves gaming, that's fine. Uh, you know, it's funny for me to go back to this industry. I decided, uh, probably one of the reasons why it took me so long to record this closing segment to this podcast, uh, was sort of the topic that, uh, came up during, uh, the last, uh, bedtime segment Monica and I recorded where... Uh, after some frustrating months trying to find some work in the video games industry, uh, I sort of have set that aside as a full-time uh, aspiration for how to pay my bills, folks. Um, yeah, I'm staying here in Colorado for now. I'm, I'm keeping the kids in their uh, constant, steady uh the social circle and educational ladder that they've been climbing. Uh, Sabrina, she's she's going to be a cheerleader uh, this her freshman year at high school. It's quite an accomplishment, one that she's hoped for for a long time, and I'm proud of her for that. Noah, he's going to finally be able to move to a junior high, which is going to advance him along in some of the math classes that he's, he's really smart at. Uh, I hate to throw an interrupt into all that. You know, I had some uh, I had some successes in my uh, video game job search. Uh, I suppose you know not successes, but things that bolstered my my confidence in it. Um, you know, I managed to get an interview uh, for a marketing position at uh, at a prominent uh, consortium of publishers out in uh, Washington, uh, and. You know, that boosted my confidence a little bit. I've been doing a little writing across the past few months uh, and managed to get, uh, within the space of three months, I managed to get three letters uh, in the letters section at GamePro, the new GamePro that they're publishing, which I'm uh, subscribed to and fond of. You'll have to pardon any background noise, folks. I'm uh, Obviously, I didn't make enough time for myself this morning because I'm recording this segment on the drive up to work. Um, if you wanna, if you wanna check out some of those articles and things, I oh, another thing I did I wrote a Bitmob article uh, about the increase of a uh, uh, number of releases in video games over the uh, past decade or so. Made a little infographic for that. A Bitmob article. I don't know. Got like something like 3,800 views, which I was pretty 
happy about it, but the infographic got grabbed and used on a Kotaku article, uh, and that gentleman managed to get like 30,000 views on that uh, article, wherein he quoted some of my articles, so that was something for me to be proud of as well. But, uh, you know, I don't know if I was pursuing kind of a foolish dream there for a while, you know. Our, our family's been through a lot this past year. I took a risky job move uh, at the middle of last year. Uh, we were living uh, with relatives, which was a reduced cost kind of scenario, which allowed me to take a risky move. Well, you know, it looked like that risky move might pay off, uh, and then it turned out that that risky move didn't pay off. Uh, so then I was out into the wild blue yonder, figuring it out. And uh, as I'd mentioned, I think, in previously recorded segments, was able to track down some lucrative contract work. But as a uh, father and a breadwinner for a family of four, uh, the lucrative yet temporary nature of the work uh, really just didn't seem to allow me to relax. Uh, and so... When offered a position in an industry uh, in a company that I'm familiar with uh, and, and that I know the people and I know the work and I know I can do it, uh, I went for it. And so that's what I'm doing now, folks. Does that mean that I've given up on the Happy Game Family Goal podcast? Uh, no, it doesn't. You know, it, it does mean that I got to ask myself, you know, okay, what, what am I, how am I going to do this now in a balanced way? Uh, with our life, relaxing on the weekend and working on the uh, workdays. And what am I doing it for? Why am I doing this podcast? Was it all just an attempted uh, audition, you know, to, uh, to chase a pipe dream to work in, uh, in video game criticism or video game marketing? Well, maybe it was partly that to start out, you know. It's, it was certainly something that I wanted to teach myself how to do. Uh, it was a challenge I wanted to tackle at a time when I was uh, looking for opportunities and things to do and didn't have uh, much going on. Uh, and so I chased it, you know. Uh, I went for it. I went for it like crazy at first, trying to put out one a week. You know, I, I don't know about that. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to make any promises as far as the uh, punctuality of this podcast. Uh, but it's fun to do and I think there's a reason to do it uh, besides what I think it'll bring me um, it's been funny being a father uh, and a breadwinner and trying to figure out why to do the things that you want to do you know um, in a lot of ways uh, I've allowed myself to become very mercenary uh, very much about the income and some of that's really necessary uh, but when you're chasing dreams and things you enjoy and want to do, uh, you can't necessarily make it all about that. Um, it's got to be fun. It's got to be, you know, you should be doing something you enjoy. Uh, well, you know what I enjoy? I enjoy raising these kids. I enjoy bringing home what I can for this family and... Uh, you know, maybe what I will pursue for the future will just be whatever is the most lucrative uh, activity that I can do to uh, make that happen. Uh, you know, right now it's looking like the SQL database development. Uh, like I might be able to uh, to keep some contract work on the side, 
while I'm working this full-time job as well. Uh, is that going to leave a lot of time for podcasting? It should. I should be able to organize myself so that we're able to do this uh, for fun at the same time as I'm spending a lot of my time working for money. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, a lot of times talking about video games uh, might get in the way of actually taking time and relaxing and playing video games. I don't know. i got to figure it out. Obviously, you know, life is not a game. Uh, maybe you should be able to approach life in the relaxed, uh, ready, uh, ready to enjoy stance that you approach games. But the uh, stakes of life are so much higher than a nice, uh, no-consequences video game. I find it difficult to do that at times. Uh, yeah, we've been playing a lot of games in the summer. There's plenty more that we can talk about. Uh, I played the Alan Wake uh, downloadable chapter. Uh, I played Limbo. I've started a few games I haven't played, like Infamous and the original uh, Kane and Lynch Deadman. Uh... I know Noah, he's gone online crazy playing the Team Fortress 2 and uh, and playing Gary's Mod. Uh, and in fact, now Noah has his own Steam account. And so maybe uh, one of the things he's been asking for us to try to do is to, uh, to play through Left 4 Dead, co-op, him and me, uh, on two different computers in two separate rooms. <laughs> well, maybe I can bring the laptop upstairs and we can keep it social without having to use headsets since we are in the same house such as the ridiculousness of Steam multiplayer uh, within a family. Uh, Sabrina, she's been, uh, for a long time, she was Sims-focused, but right before high school here, we've had a revival of Pokemon interest, almost as if uh, she's revisiting her childhood just to stay in touch with it a little bit before she starts this uh, new phase of becoming an adult. And Monica, Monica has been pretty committed to the World of Warcraft. Uh, and, uh, you know, I put in a good amount of time there. I think I'm up to level 36, 37, something like that with my rogue and Barkus. Uh, she's looking forward to questing with me, too. So, you know, what kind of time? Are we going to have to record a podcast? Well, folks, I hope to make time uh, and put this out, you know, for fun and for the other function for this podcast to show all those people out there who are scared of video games frightened of what kind of effect uh, that being a little permissive with what your children can witness or play through in a video game uh, show them what a family can become with video games as part of their lives Uh, because you know for me I'm proud of my family. My family is my whole uh, reason for working jobs that uh, I don't necessarily care about. I, I'm not really necessarily interested in the casino industry uh, as a mental uh, fascination. Uh, I'm not particularly educated in the names of the top executives and players in the casino industry, even the names of the people I know. I'm not super uh, interested in the wheelings and dealings of Mr. Wynn and uh, Mr. Marnell and what they're doing to make more money with casinos. But I sure could spend some time talking about, uh, you know, the controversial quotes from Activision CEO Bobby Kotick 
what Will Wright is doing with his next game, what's going on with Ken Levine and his uh, Bioshock Infinite announcement, uh, on and on. Uh, so, you know, I gotta keep my interests alive, even if I can't keep my interest, my job. Certainly, uh, the video game industry, even though it's showing more growth than the rest of the industry in our nation, has been pretty hard hit by the economy, too. Uh, I found a job search trying to enter that industry, unsure of how I wanted to, uh, do it, unsure if I wanted to relocate my family. Uh, I found it difficult, so... I don't know. 2010, my New Year's resolution was that it was going to be the year without fear. I was going to fearlessly move forward because coming into this year, I had no job. I was pretty scared what was going to happen. And uh, I decided I couldn't let the fear eat at me. So, I wonder sometimes if I took the safe route, taking a position rather than continuing to... uh, job search for my dreams or uh, or if I have responded to my own fear but I'll tell you what you know when you have more to be afraid of than just yourself when you have kids that you love desperately that you want to have their opportunities well you know sometimes a big guy can be big enough to take one for the team so you know that being said uh, I've got some uh, definite experience definite knowledge I should uh, be able to get some freelance work, not only in SQL development, but I'm going to keep working on writing some things, too. I'm going to kind of feel myself out as I go and see what my dreams actually are. Was writing about the video game industry and talking about the video game industry actually my dream when I started out? No, I wanted to be a movie star. (laughs) All right, folks. Uh, I don't know, I've sort of meandered on long enough, and I, I probably really should pay attention to this traffic now that it's getting stop and go. Uh, but I want to thank everybody who's been listening to this podcast, and I wanted to make sure that I found a way to finish up this uh, endless summer episode, get it edited, get it out there, make sure that the, uh, the time that my family spent recording telling me about their gaming experiences was credited and out there for other families to be able to share in or non-families as well, people considering having families, people thinking about the effect video games have on families. Uh, And I think that's going to be the goal that I'm going to bear in mind uh, as we continue to work on this podcast moving forward. But still, I wanted to thank everybody who's listening. I wanted to apologize for the incredible delay, incredible hiatus that happened before this episode. And I wanted to wrap it up. Uh, and, and say, we're going to continue. We're going to find a way to keep going. I'm going to make it happen. So if you do have uh, any comments or questions to send us, uh, we have our email address. It's happygamefamily at yahoo.com. <clears throat> you know, our podcast is available on iTunes. If you do listen uh, and download, think about it, you know, take a minute to go ahead and rate us on the iTunes. Maybe even leave a comment uh, so that we know you're out there. And, of course, you can find uh, uh, all of our episodes of the Happy Game Family Go! podcast at www.happygamefamily.com. And if you are interested in looking at any of those writings that I did uh, on the Internet about gaming, uh, I have another website uh, where it points you to basically my screen name that I use on PSN and Xbox and Steam. Uh, and I, I post links 
uh, to the articles that I write. I also write uh, video game reviews in haiku for bitmob.com. And you can find that website at www.embarkus.com. That's I-M-B-A-R-K-U-S. That's my little online alias. Anyway, folks, if anybody out there is listening, I sure do appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you the next time I uh, manage to put together an episode of the Happy Game Family Go podcast. So uh, may all your gaming memories with your family or with yourself be happy as well. Take it easy, folks. Happy, happy, Noah's a like a baby. Family Go Podcast.